0: Gather around, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Bow Wow Podcast. I am your host, Philip. And I'm your other host, David. Oh, it's been a rough week. A rough week for both of us for, well, well, for very similar reasons, right? For very similar reasons, yes. Um, Are you okay with saying yours? Yeah, sure. I don't care. I caught COVID, and as uh, as we do uh, with every week in the Pow Wow podcast, we joined each other, brothers in arms, you know, linked yeah. bicep to linked bicep, and you went and caught it yourself. You couldn't live you're we're with yourself.
1: Since we're in constant contact, it was inevitable if you got
0: it, I would get it, right? <laughs> of course, naturally. Uh, <laughs> transmitted through the internet, but yes. Uh but uh yes you you couldn't live with yourself without catching it right after I did so you said you know what come at me bro and uh, out of sympathy
1: out of sympathy, out of sympathy I, really I, yes yeah
0: but uh we've had different cases yours has been more mild than what I would say mine is and mine wasn't too terribly bad I'm glad uh yeah just just glad for uh to be here happy healthy on the other side of it and now just finishing up my quarantining and and so on and so forth. But besides that, any uh, fun news, notes, tidbits for you, David? Not at all. I mean, the
1: last several days has been just being with COVID, you know, having to stay home. It, 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 uh, it's actually the first time I've gotten it. Well, Same. officially that I know of, you know, I, I still sure. have a theory that I had it in January of 2020. But I, had, I hadn't had it yet. And all of a sudden, here I am. But it was very mild, like really strangely mild. But yeah, I'm 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 all good now. So
0: move on with life. Yeah, so let's move on with life. That is as random as catching COVID. Let's go to something else that's pretty random.
1: Our main topic today concerns well you, I guess. We went to Instagram and thought we'd uh, we'd ask you guys for your contributions to this week's episode. By just asking you for random words. So if you remember back to last Monday, whenever you're listening to this, Monday, the 25th of April, you might have seen on the stories, we just asked for random words. And boy, did we get some random words from you guys. <laughs> and so I've compiled them all. Some of them make... Yes, you would have. I have yet to see them. Right. Some of them make more sense than others. And some of them are randomer than others, but... We're, I've put them into a special machine that has created a digital spin ah. wheel for me. What we're going to do is spin the wheel, Ooh. and then we'll take it in turns, taking whatever word pops up, and one of uh, whoever's turn it is will have to ask the other a question relating to whatever word or including whatever word we landed pops on. Pops up, yes. So, <laughs> sh-
0: shall I spin the wheel, or do you have anything to add? I have nothing really to add. Hopefully, you guys are as gracious and merciful as I believe the powwow audience to be. So let's uh, let's get it, give it a spin, and I'll uh, I'll start us out. Yeah, I, I will admit there may be some words here we might have to look at
1: the dictionary for. Okay, here we go. Phil, your word is shady. True. Fu- come up with a question. For me, that
0: stems from the word shady. David, once you have a friend who turns out to be a bit, shall we say, shady, at that point, continue to be their friend? Or is that something that you just take in stride?
1: When you say shady, you mean like they get up to illegal stuff or...
0: Well, I guess whatever just, your interpretation of shady is, right? We all have... So I guess yeah, kind I of mean, expound upon your definition of shady. And yeah, whether, that's what that would I be. would
1: interpret that to be. So if you say I've got a, I've made a friend and they turn out to be shadier than I thought, then I, I'm taking that to mean that they get up to some things that I'm less than comfortable with, in which case I would certainly try to distance myself from them without... Without making it seem like like if they're a dangerous person, I don't want to be like, I'm done with you. I don't want to be <laughs> your friend anymore. I want to be like, sorry, bro. Love to hang out, but I'm busy. Maybe hang out with someone else. You know, I just try to like distance myself carefully from them. You never know. You never know how, who, who might take things the wrong way. So, yes, I would I would probably distance myself. All right, let's spin the magic wheel once again. Oh wow,
0: look at that part of glow.
1: <laughs> My word is ankles. Ooh. Phil, if you were dating someone, and the first time that you saw them naked, mm. would anything for- about their ankles ever be able to be a deal breaker for you? They just have the
0: grossest ankles. My first inclination was no, because I think I speak for a, a, a wide net of men who can honestly say that ankles and below, I don't think we really care about shoes or what other people's feet are. Not, not every man. Some do, but anyways. So my first inclination was no, but then I thought of it. David, if there's just like a sole patch on each ankle, <laughs> I, I, I don't know that I can get over that. I don't know if, if my tender little heart can just say, you know what, this is, this is like a little putting green for me. I just, just enjoy it and and it's, it's fine for what it is. No, I don't know if I'm, I've, I am i i do not know if I'm above that, man. So I guess if, if it was so egregious like that, maybe, maybe I wouldn't be able to, I don't even think that's physically possible. I guess there's everything's physically possible, but Outside of, of a hairy sole patch um upon each ankle or even just one. I don't even know what's worse, both or or just one. I think I can live with veiny, skinny, wide, lack thereof ankles. I'm a lover of ankles, man, except for the hair. The hair is is what gets me there. Spin me! Look at that. That part
1: is
0: that, is that scented? Ooh.
1: Phil, your next word is putrid.
0: Hmm. So, David, when giving the French kiss to the lower extremities of a woman, <laughs> have you ever come upon either a smell, sight, or taste that is putrid, that one would consider putrid, oh, wow. and how did you deal with it, if so? Not a question I thought I'd be answering today. And I didn't think I'd be asking it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah, listeners, you did this. Yeah, this is all your fault. I
1: trust my mother has skipped ahead <laughs> by this point. Yeah, mom,
0: please, please just uh, just forgive me.
1: Have I ever? That I would describe as putrid? No, no, definitely not. Putrid, I feel like, is, is quite a severe word. That is. So no. That's,
0: that's almost abominable. That's that's like There's
1: Yeah. There's been there's been more pleasant and less pleasant you know, but but never anything bad. You know, sometimes it's nicer than others, but but never anything bad. Certainly not putrid. I I I, I do not I do not look forward to that day should it ever come, and I hope it doesn't. So no, let's spin this wheel again and get past uh, the putrid <laughs> Putrid uh <laughs> Nether regions. Yes. (laughs) Okay, my word is Egyptian. Phil, on an Egyptian vacation, would you rather do the dirty deed on top of one of the pyramids or inside one of the pyramids? And let me be clear, no one is watching.
0: Darn. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) That is interesting. Is there a preference at night, morning, as far as on top of the
1: pyramid? At night. We'll say at night. So no one can see you and you're not in the blazing sun.
0: I think I'm going to have to go with on top. And here's why. Being inside of a pyramid, I want to be of my full faculties. I want to be of my full (laughs) senses. And to be enthralled seems like you're just asking for it you're just you're setting yourself up for a, a premise and a prompt within a horror film, whereas at least if you're on top outside of like the movie jumper I've never seen a film even take place on top of the pyramid, so it feels safe feels like a view like a sight. I bet it's a beautiful view, yeah, and I could understand how the the throes of passion could overcome some people who just just got all sweaty and just walking up there and just ah, oh, one more step, one you know more step.
1: You know what's ah. also nice about about the pyramids being on top is that you can't really fall all the way down. If you're gonna fall off, you're only gonna fall to the next the next rock Rung. the next level yeah. of yeah. right stone. Yeah. So there you go. He would rather do the dirty deed on top of the pyramids. I
0: always.
2: Hmm.
1: Philip, your next word is extravagant.
0: This is an interesting one, David. Have you ever felt like you've been in a place of pure extravagance? maybe at a at a ball of some sort, wearing a tux where it wasn't it wasn't comfortable extravagance, like not a wedding. A wedding isn't like extravagance per se. Like you've been in a in a palace. You've been in a in a place where every dish, as far as the eye could see, was out of your price range. What is the most extravagance you've ever been surrounded Two by? Two things come to
1: mind. And the first one is actually my high school prom, because we yeah, didn't like- have our prom at the gym. You know? It was quite fancy. We had our prom at a palace in in a nearby town on the beach, a very, very beautiful building. And... Yeah, it was every year we'd we'd have our prom there, and we'd arrive in limos, all tuxed out, and wearing you know girls wearing their dresses, and and we'd arrive at the prom at this at this gorgeous palace, and we'd have a a a nice meal, and it, it was it was it was as extravagant as a prom gets, and and some things went wildly wrong one year, or a few years in a row, I think. Relating to alcohol and teenagers, as you would expect. And then the, that palace no longer welcomed our school back. But I oh, had my wow. prom there. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Anyway. And then there was this restaurant in, not in Cape Town, but in that region of South Area. Africa that that I went to, either before or after my uncle's wedding. And it was this one of these fancy, fancy restaurants where every single plate is like this tiny little perfectly crafted m- piece of art dish yeah. yeah piece of art really and delicious sure but tiny and we like got like height. seven, eight, nine courses or something but each one is so tiny now I didn't pay for this it was very extravagant it seemed very extravagant however as many as there were it still wasn't enough food and <laughs> it was like hungry. sure it was delicious but but it, it, I was like I would rather have one delicious plate of pasta or a pizza or you know just anything that's like actually a meal but like this thing was like it was like 9 or 10 bites and <laughs> and th- and like I was like no it's still not enough I'm sorry so it was very extravagant but not for me okay my word is fries Phil is there any savory dish That is not enhanced by a side of fries
0: okay so in order to answer this question and find the exception to the rule because if we're all being honest here fries are freaking delicious Uh, maybe that's the american in myself screaming out and just just saying but i do think fries are delicious but in order to answer this correctly i'm gonna go with like the average fry and for me the average fry is mcdonald's fries which are are probably just a good standard of fry. If you have a worse fry than a McDonald's fry, it's not a very good fry. If it's better than that, exceptional fry. So I'm going with McDonald's as the the tone setter and thinking what dish could possibly be offset by having McDonald's fries. And the only one that really comes to mind, just off the top of my head, I don't think I would actually want fries with non-fried seafood. Think crabs, think lobster. Those are so tender and so juicy and, and just full of meat. I don't, I'd much rather have my potato mashed rather than fried because it, it feels like it would cheapen or take away from the quality that is the lobster or crab that I'm about to enjoy. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'd say
1: it makes sense.
0: Outside of that, though, even a steak. I I was debating about a steak, and I was like, no, you know what? A steak? freaking give me fries and a steak, and I'm all good. So that's about it, though. Fair. Phil, your word is posterity. All right, my last word is posterity. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh, okay, it's just, just because it popped into my head. What? What? body part or portion, be fair, would you want to keep in posterity for the rest of your days? So the rest of you ages, but whatever this is, no matter what you do, stays as tight, vibrant, and youthful as you are right now. There's a lot of different ways you can go with this. You can go, of course, physical with, you know, your bootylicious little booty. You can take your six-pack as it is right now. Or you can, you can, I don't know if you have hair concerns, I I don't think you do, but you can keep... Um, Just to remain
1: you know, as it is now? To remain as it is now and forevermore. Not that I expect anything in the near future, but honestly, I am going to go with uh, with my manhood. Because I don't want have to ever have to use, like, you know, if, when I'm 80, I would rather it functions as it does now than have to have Viagra or anything like that. So yeah, I'm probably going with that in all honesty like i'm I'm just trying to be yeah because i you know i feel like you know the rest of me is gonna age sure but i can try to keep fit and i can try to you know i mean i I'm, i would be tempted to go with like my back you know you don't want to injure your back that's true yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll say that actually yeah my, yeah, my back you,
0: you can't get nothing up if you're paralyzed right go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, my last one.
1: <laughs> okay, well my word is 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 boss man, which is as you know, the nickname, well, if you listen to a few episodes back, the nickname afforded to me by by the cast of the the play I I associate directed recently. Yeah. And obviously one of them submitted the word boss man. And so I guess I'll ask you this, Phil like boss man to me have you ever been given a nickname and what was the story a a interesting or obscure nickname and what was the story behind it
0: it's the first one i can think of there are a couple other ones but they make more sense like phil philly cheese philosophers probably one of my more the one that i probably would have gone with had i not and i do think it actually kind of fits but the one that kind of uh, that really, I think, would fit the obscure one that that wouldn't be easily identifiable with me, I might have happened to drop by and been to a friend's house and seen a poker game that was going on, David, that I just happened to catch an eyeful and maybe I sat down at the table that everybody was playing at. Didn't play myself, David. Just want to make that clear. Did not play myself. But if I did, I, you know, I'd want to feel like I'm one of the people. So I had what we call a card holder. Now, what that is is in the game of poker, you have to hold on to your quote unquote hand. Now, a hand is not your actual hand; it's the two cards given to you in order to play poker, and it's called your hand. That's that's yours. And so, in order, you must at all times protect your hand. So, in order to establish that these are your cards and that you're not ready to fold or throw your cards away you have what are called card protectors. So something that you just place, it can be anything. I, I know a friend who puts like a like a replica of a, of a diamond, like the Hope Diamond on on his, some people just use chips from the table, some poker chips from the table. Others use keys. I happen to always have an eccentric, eccentricity towards having fun little tidbits and toys to put on mine as a, as a card holder. And so one day I was, uh, again, just sitting down And they accidentally dealt me some cards and oh my goodness. Uh, And so I happened to put a card holder down on these cards that I was accidentally given. And for that time, I used a uh, Yoshi racing car toy that I put on top of my cards for the night. And so for the rest of that night, everybody kept calling me Yoshi. They, at the end of the night they're like oh you had an out yoshi i was like yeah yeah and they're like okay well yeah i mean i guess we never even asked do you like the name yoshi i was like yeah it's whatever you know you can call me susie for as long as you get the point across you're talking to me i'm pretty easy going I'm like yeah this guy look at this guy taking the chips and uh and his and his and his cards and then we don't even know that he's calling himself yoshi like he may hate it and he might just like all of a sudden pop up and just say hey f you calling me yoshi all night that's what you get or something and they i was just all laugh so that's one of the more innocuous nicknames that i ever got was yoshi i
1: like it yeah i, I like I, it yeah i think it's a good nickname
0: yeah there could have been worse nicknames that they gave to me so i'm I'm glad For it, it, it sure. certainly so it certainly helped and and it's good it's nice it's nice
1: that's the main topic yeah i, I
0: do want to shout out a couple of these more interesting suggestions Please. that did, did not come up well I, I, for one, think that we should do this again, and we might I have I do, too. Yeah, I think it's fun. To go into the future. So, maybe uh, do you want to save them for the future? No, I, I think they'll time out. I think we'll do, just ask okay. again. Okay, well, I, I
1: think some of these are very interesting. Uh, curated Rose Garden was one of them. Oh, very nice. Baba Booey. I like that one. Baba Booey. <laughs> A couple people, separate people, suggested Soup. Soup's great. Soup's wonderful. Yeah, Terra Diddle. I, would, I don't know what that is, but very interesting. TerraDiddle. And Ampersand. Ah, yes. <laughs> ampersand came up, among many others. Very interesting. And maybe we'll hold on to them for next time as well. But yeah, let's move on.
0: This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet
1: Sides. S-I-D-E-S. An app that helps you take the law into your
0: own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, sides will step in to resolve it for you. Wait, Phil, that, one, that was supposed to be my line. Or what did we agree to in the contract? I, I don't know. I,
1: I guess we can use sides to settle this dispute. Because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. if we have any uh, new listeners or fresh listeners for this uh this coming into this part of the the podcast if you're not a familiar powwow listener then you probably haven't heard my my weird accent switching and so you're going to get a treat today because we have as a guest for our game section this week we have Matt Bird who whom I lived with for for 3 years at, at university <laughs> yeah. in the UK where where we met and uh, have stayed friends and, and actually, Matt, you live in, here we go, here we go with the switch. Matt, you live in LA now and we, we've do. spent plenty of time in LA together as well. So we have, we've lived in yeah. the UK, we've lived in LA mm-hmm. together and yeah. you're still there now. I am. And uh, yes. t- t- uh, Let's introduce yourself, Matt. What do you do for a living?
2: So I'm Matt. Um, I live in uh, Pasadena, in Los Angeles. Uh, I have the privilege of doing that. So uh, I work for a church called Vintage Church Pasadena um, and I'm their youth pastor. Nice. That's what I do. Very nice. Super fun. Well, welcome to Wow. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's so fun to be here. Look at this. Yes.
0: Hopefully, the first of many, Matt. As uh, mm-hmm. as a new guest, actually, really, as any guest to the game, uh, we try to get to mm-hmm. know you. Since you are David's guest, he only gets one question. I get two. I get to be a little bit more nosy, Matt. Okay. So okay, uh, nice. I'll start. I'll start us out here just to get to know you a little bit more. First question: Would you say? That eating food that is shaped to mimic something makes the food taste better even slightly, a la a chocolate bunny to just a regular chocolate bar, a -hmm. round chicken nugget Mm -hmm. compared to dino nuggies, pancakes in the shape of hearts Mm -hmm. as opposed to just a circle. Does it make it taste
2: any better to you, Matt? I'm not sure it does, you know. I think it's all a gimmick. I feel like if it's on the plate, it's there to be eaten. And if you spend too long looking at it, you're just more hungry, right? So, like, it might be as beautiful as you want it to be, but I'm not sure It really... It doesn't improve the flavor for me, no. <laughs> All
0: right. He doesn't eat with his eyes, just his stomach. Just his stomach. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Have you ever stolen anything? Even
1: if it's just from a friend or from your brother, perhaps. Have you ever stolen anything?
2: Oof.
0: Um... Look at him. He's just wondering, what can I admit? What can I
2: admit? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm guilty there. I think when I was... Uh, I was probably in fourth grade and I think I stole the guys next to me had like the coolest pencil in the class (laughs) and I think I stole his pencil yes yeah I think we've all done it right you know that really cool and you borrow it you know you're never gonna borrow it and you just gonna put it at the bottom of your pencil case and then you're gonna leave it there and then you get home and you take it out and it never goes back so I think I'm guilty of that.
0: That's quite good. It's not too serious. Yes. Uh, all right, Matt, what is the worst betrayal you have ever felt? Now, keep in mind, you had three years living with David, so there is a lot of opportunity there. <laughs> worst betrayal. The worst betrayal you have
2: ever felt. Wow. Now, that's a question. That is a serious question. Let me think. The worst betrayal. I'll,
1: I'll, fill, I'll, fill, in, I'll fill in the time. The worst betrayal <laughs> that, that I ever felt from Matt was uh, was when he – he helped himself to a bowl of my Crunchy Nut cereal. And if you're not <laughs> from the UK, you don't know Crunchy Nut. Crunchy Nut is the best, best cereal, cereal ever. ever. Yeah, nothing so in the good. US
0: can compete. It's, no, it's, it's, just not, it's not like anything in the, in the US. No, like, it's not like no, Honey no, Nut. No. Or, no. It is wow. unique. Crunchy Nut. And he helped
1: himself. And that's not the betrayal. The betrayal was that he he left the box <laughs> wide open. He didn't seal the packet. And it was like, oh. I was away for the week. And I got back and my big giant box of crunchy nut was stale.
2: Stale. It oh. was
1: stale.
2: <laughs> Can I just say, I've never seen you more upset <laughs> <ever> <laughs> in <laughs> my life than when you walked into the kitchen and you knew I'd taken some of your crunchy nut. I, I, and you it knew was it was open. me. <laughs> it was open. I was like,
1: who? had Crunchy Nut and didn't <laughs> seal the packet. Yeah.
2: And, I, and I remember at the time, like, I think I owned up to it really quickly. Yeah. And I think I remember owning up to it going like, why did you do that? Like he was so mad. Like, why didn't you just let it ride? <laughs> Give him a couple of days to cool off, and then say, "I'm really sorry, dave It was me." But in that moment, he was, yeah. <laughs> in that kitchen in
0: Guildford, if that is not the most David Hoffman story I've ever heard, getting pissed off over somebody, you know, you could have done a bunch of things. Wait, have... I didn't mind him having some. Yeah, like, I, mean, I love
2: to share. That's yeah. yeah, but you don't. Oh well, I knew you, you love to share That's why why I took some. <laughs> Alright, Mab, what about you? I am struggling with betrayal right here. I We all I'm struggle tr- with think, betrayal, really. I feel like betrayal is <laughs> like one of those things. I, I think I'm quite blessed in life to have not had too many like obvious betrayals <laughs> like that are singing out to me. I feel like we've all had the party one, you know, when you go on Instagram and all your friends are at the party. But I can't Ah, get more specific than that. You know, that feeling of like, oh, why wasn't I invited to that? I feel like there was a few of those at college, which was never the funnest experience. But yeah, that's probably the biggest betrayal. Okay. Yeah, I can probably get to today. That's good. Maybe on another time I'll come up with a better story, but not. Yeah, next ne- <laughs> not next, next, next time, time we'll be on for a game. You'll, you'll be like, All yeah. right, by
0: the way, forget these questions. I came forget up with a the list of trauma. That's what I came up Yeah. Alright, well, since you are David's guest, that also gives me the opportunity, Matt, to come up with mm-hmm. the game. And it's a game that we've played before, uh, but it's always new renditions. It's a game called Which Came First? You'll never guess how to play it, Matt, but we give you a an option or at least i give an option of one or the other and it's up to both of you to decide whether or not which one came first which event which thing which happening whatever it is which came first now we will go through a list of five questions each and then possibly a tiebreaker because that is in the works here in a game such as this so the question comes down to you matt who would you like to face off against first, me or Hoffman? Hoffman. He wants to face off against him first, so I will conduct the game first. Uh, like I said, I have an option of one or the other, so it really doesn't matter which goes where. We might switch up the order depending on who's in the lead towards the end. But, Matt, we'll start out with you first. Your first question of which came first. The mm-hmm. first fax machine was invented yeah, versus... The four-wheeled roller skates were patented by James Plimpton of New York. Which came first, fax machine or four-wheeled roller skates?
2: It's got to be roller skates, isn't it? Surely.
0: All right. Roller skates goes to Matt. And how about you, Hoffman? (laughs) I
1: I agree because I can imagine the fax machine would have been invented in probably the 1950s or mm, yeah, 50s maybe. And then the, the roller skates probably, I don't know, maybe a decade before that in the 40s mm-hmm. or 30s. Or Uh, earlier than that, I don't know. I'm pretty sure the roller skates were first.
0: Well, you both go for the exact same thing and you both meet the exact same result of failure. It was actually the first fax machine uh, invented in 1843. It was Alexander Bain who invented the electric printing telegraph, the early foundational piece for what we know as the fax machine now. Wow. Of course, the four wheeled roller skates were invented in 1863. So quite a bit of difference there. All right, both uh, no (laughs) points. points. But we'll go first to Hoffman on this next one. Hoffman Carl Benz builds a gasoline engined car, or Samuel J. Benz invents the chainsaw, which came first gasoline engined car or the chainsaw.
1: That's a tough one because i I only know the chainsaw to be to to run on gasoline on on a essentially a uh, a two-stroke cylinder like an internal combustion engine. But, but I'm not sure that's so interesting. Well, I mean, obviously, modern chainsaws can run on electricity or whatever. But I guess I, I just guess I'm going to follow that uh, train of thought and say that the the Carl Benz invented
0: the the car, the gas powered car, first. Okay, so he goes
2: with the car first. Matt, do you follow suit behind David Hoffman's lead? Am I allowed to ask a clarifying question? Is it like you a chain, like, like a two stroke chainsaw? Is that what we're talking? Like a like a hand handheld. All I have here is Invents the Chainsaw. So it's by Samuel J. Invent Benz. The chainsaw. Okay, okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go car as well because the car was like a little bit, a bit earlier than that.
0: Once again, you both have the exact same result, but this time it leads to victory for both of you. That is a correct answer. Okay. Uh, Carl Enough. Benz built his gasoline-engined car in 1885, guys, whereas uh, the chainsaw, 1905 for Samuel J. Benz. Next one, we go to Matt first here. The electric refrigerator is invented. Versus mm-hmm. Willis Carrier pioneers the air conditioner, or it could be Willis Carrier. To be completely honest, I don't know. But he'd, 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 how he'd, how
1: French do we think this man was? Uh, yeah, it's, with a name like Willis,
0: and uh, it's not his first we, name. It's
1: it's Willie Willie yes, Carrier. Willy Carrier.
0: Uh, Matt,
2: electric <laughs> fridge or the air conditioner? I, I'm trying to work out in my head what I think is more complicated. But then I feel like they both kind of do the same thing, right? <laughs> so you know they, you know, move air in a way that means things get cold. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the fridge. He's gonna go with the
0: fridge be, uh, being invented first. Hoff- Would
2: you like a reason, or should I just yes? Go, no, go <laughs> ahead. Do you want a What's reason? What's your reasoning? Well, I feel like in a fridge you can have it big and in a basement, right? So, but if you want to AC a whole house, it's very hard. Whereas, like, if you want to just a room, it's smaller space, right? It's easier.
0: Yeah, that sounds very scientific there, Matt. I love your way of thinking. Hoffman, do you follow the man's uh, tried and
2: true scientific theories? Which will be wrong. Now,
1: I, I do want to, but I, I wonder if we might make it interesting. And I'll, I just I'll go
0: with the AC. All right. For the first time, you guys have split your vote. So that means one of you must be correct. And unfortunately, it is David Hoffman who is correct. As the air conditioner was invented in 1906, uh, the electric fridge was invented in 1928. We go yeah, to someone questions... at
1: some point realized. Wait, hold on. We could apply this to a very small space. Little space, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and keep our food cold. <laughs> yeah, someone
2: like, my meat will last longer in the fridge. <laughs> there yeah. we
0: go. Good. All right. First option here goes to you, Hoffman Joseph. Oh my goodness, uh, I do not know how to say this name. Joseph Nisefor Niepsi makes the first modern photograph. Versus Josephine Cochrane invents the dishwasher. Which came first, Hoffman? <laughs> the photograph or the dishwasher? Mo- but you said modern photograph. What does that even mean? Mm. <laughs> Makes you. the first modern photograph. That's all I've got for you. And it's by Joseph Nisifor Niepce. Niepce. I would. I would have to imagine that the photograph came first. Yeah, I'm gonna say photograph first. All right. He goes photograph first. Matt, crucial time for you here.
2: I know. I feel like I'm down really bad. Yes. Here. You I are down
0: like. one now, you are down one point here, but mm-hmm. but it seems like you're you have uh you, you would could take a chance now to possibly tie it, or wait to make your move next. Big moment for you, big strategical moment in history for you, Matt.
2: <laughs> I mean it's yeah. I I think we're going to go dish or shit. I think we're going to split it. I think we're either going to go down fighting here. Let's go.
0: Okay, so, Hoffman, you went with the photograph. Yeah. All right, and Matt went with the dishwasher. Matt, I'm sorry. You have already lost, and a three-to-one advantage goes to Hoffman, meaning our fifth and final uh, question of which came first is all but for just respectability that's really all it is uh the first modern photograph came around in 1827 versus the dishwasher in 1886. so there we are uh question number five and we'll start with you matt here since uh since it's just for respectability the u.s electrical engineer eugene polly invents the tv remote control versus douglas engelbart's uh develops the computer mouse so two uh two extensions of our arm here but which came first the tv remote control or the computer mouse now i will say these are the closest of any of the dates that i've had listed thus far so it will be will be relatively hard
2: uh so i reckon tv remote he goes with tv remote first any logic on this so. this
0: uh thought process
2: so for me, I, I feel like the the logic for me, which has been wrong this whole time, but we'll spill it anyway. is consumer demand, so there's probably more TVs earlier than there were loads of computers. Okay, there we go. Because in the 50s, Hot. they had more TVs and computers. But
1: very, very, boom. very, very good thought. I'm thinking that the TV remote required wireless technology, whereas the uh, the first computer mouse would have
0: wouldn't have. And so I'm just mm, gonna I'm gonna good. go with mouse. Oh no. All right, you guys split the vote, meaning either David extended his lead or Matt gained just despairingly closer. And unfortunately, it is the latter. Matt, you came so close. You got to two points here because the uh, the TV remote control came out in 1955, whereas the computer mouse came out in the 60s. There we are, guys. Uh, Three to two. Hoffman, you take a victory lap over Matt. You say... This is for all those nutty cereals that you made stale he in stole. our youth. <laughs> uh, all right. So it flips and Matt, I'm going to need a favor of you to lose against me. That's what I need here. So let's go ahead to Hoffman's game.
1: Okay. Let's move on to my game. And because you two are the two people in my life who I'm, whom I think are the biggest lovers uh, of sports... I themed my oh. my game,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the biggest lovers.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, of sports. Yes. Um, I thought I'd theme my game around around sporting events throughout uh, throughout history. Ooh. There's a little bit of this, a little Ooh. bit of that, and I hope you guys I uh, hope you guys enjoy.
0: All right, I so first excited. of all,
1: uh, Phil, I'll remind you now you have a skipping stone. Uh, which came first, the first FIFA World Cup won by Brazil, or the first FIFA World Cup won by Germany, or rather West Germany as it was formerly known. Mm. So uh we'll go to Matt first, as as you did, Phil. Matt, what do you reckon?
2: Gonna, uh, so this is a tricky one. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna roll with Brazil. So Matt says Brazil won the World Cup first.
1: Phil, what do you think?
0: Yeah, my thoughts were I think Germany <laughs> I I don't know where the thought process is here, but I think Germany just entered the soccer game later than Brazil. And I know Brazil is a powerhouse and it feels like it's been a powerhouse for quite some time in FIFA. Uh, So I'm going to go with Brazil, thinking that they were better longer, even though I know Germany now is uh, a force to be reckoned with these days.
1: Well, you both went the same way. You both said Brazil won first. And you're both wrong. Brazil Mm. first won in 1958. It was not their first final. I believe they uh, were in the finals a few World Cups earlier. And Germany won the previous World Cup in 1954. So just uh, separated by one Mm. World Cup. But you're both wrong. The score remains 0-0. We move on to the uh, (laughs) the next question. Matt, you are English. Phil, you are a fan of the Denver Broncos. Which came first? England's first Rugby World Cup triumph or the Denver Broncos' first Super Bowl triumph. Now, I know you both know when, when one of <laughs> yeah, these were, but I'm, yeah. I'm banking on neither of you know when both of these were.
0: <laughs> I won't give my reasonings but I, uh, until at least after matter, if at all, but uh, I think... <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we could play a really naughty game where we both know which one's which and then we could both win points yeah. <laughs> I'm not
0: sure yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it for England one more time is it their world cup yeah the the r- first rugby world cup rugby oh god then I yeah. really don't know oh f- yeah, fudge me uh, let's go with I'm going to go with the rugby I'm going to go with the rugby English rugby before the Denver Broncos before, first yeah. Super Bowl triumph
1: mm-hmm. okay Matt, what do you reckon? I, I'm trying to think. Which, it's
2: is, is it really tight? I, I'm not going to tell you that <laughs> I think it is really tight. Um, I, I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go Broncos. Oh, so
1: well, we go opposite. One, one yeah,
2: yeah. You guys, guys we'll each chose the yeah. other's favorite <laughs> wow. team.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, one of you is obviously correct, and that person is Matt. And the Denver Broncos' first Super Bowl triumph was in what year, Phil?
0: That had to be, that was 90, 90, 90, uh, yeah, because it was before the Ravens. That had to be 90, ooh, five? No, no, 98.
1: Oh, well, it was okay. the 97 season. 97, 1998 yeah. was when the Super Bowl was. And Matt, the England won the World Cup in? Uh, 2003. Two thousand three. Oh, yeah, that's so
0: gross. That's so yeah. gross. I just think in English, and it's all just so old, and it's rugby. it's all so older. There's no way I knew the how modern the. I was like, there's no way the nineties. It took all the way to the nineties for the English to get their act together. Come on.
2: Ugh. When was the yeah. last Broncos win
0: in a Super Bowl? It was only a couple years ago. It was Super Bowl 50, yeah. which was now. Yeah, it was
1: 2015 16, I think. Was, well, yeah, the, yeah, 2016 was when the Super Bowl
0: was, I think. When was the one, the before, one before that? Before that was, was, was 99. 99. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. One in 98
1: and 99. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. So the score is now 1 0 favoring Matt. That
0: is. Up.
1: The next question which came first? The official retirement of Michael Phelps. Or the official retirement of Usain Bolt, and Matt, we're going to you first this time.
2: So official retirement is different to when they last won a medal, right?
1: Yes, (laughs) yes, I guess so.
2: So, so I want to say Bolt came first, but I I don't know. This is a tough one. Too many medals to count between them, though. So So you're saying you're saying Bolt? Yeah, Bolt came first. Okay, Phil.
0: This is terrifying because I don't know which is better whenever he agrees with me or he doesn't. Cause I, if I remember correctly, Michael Phelps was, was itching to go. I know he got caught, I think in Rio with pod and he was just like, I just want this. And, and he wanted to retire. He was like ready to retire. Whereas I think you saying race for a while, like he was even doing like celebrity races and stuff. So I'm going to go with Michael Phelps and just bite my toenails with uh, anticipation. Hey, you once again you
1: both went in a different direction. Michael Phelps re- uh, retired uh, in 2016 uh-huh. at the Rio Olympics. He said uh-huh. this is it, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Usain Bolt competed in the Rio Olympics, but injured himself the year after that at yes. the World Championships and only then retired. So, yeah. the correct answer anyway. was Michael Phelps, which means that, Phil, Woo! you have tied the game back up at 1-1. Reminder, you still have a skipping stone. I do
0: still have a skipping stone, that's right, yes.
1: Okay, so the, the score is 1-1, and this is question four. Which came first, the first Rugby World Cup, or... The first time the Hakka was performed prior to a New Zealand All Blacks rugby match. It is a tradition. Skip if you're not the familiar. hell out of this. Okay. Jeez. Uh, Phil, wh- which way were you leaning? <laughs> which came first?
0: Uh, <laughs> seeing as how the Hakka is like a like a performance of the people, of like a, of a people's heritage, I would have to think the Hakka.
1: Okay, uh, Matt, w- would you would you have known w- which one came
2: first? So the first World Cup was what, 1995? No. Oh. No. 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 1987. No, no. 1987. Oh, was Oh, sorry. World Cup. Yes. 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 Sorry. So the first professional one was 1995.
1: On it. No, that was the last non-professional one. But yes, go on.
2: I prob I probably would go. I feel like the hacker came later, didn't it? Than everyone thinks it did, but I don't know why. So yeah. I'd probably go Rugby World Cup. We'd probably have divided that one.
1: Well, Phil, you should have kept it, I guess, because the first Rugby World Cup happened in 1987, as I said. The mm-hmm. first time the haka was performed prior to a, a All Blacks rugby match was in 1888.
2: Oh, wow. So, uh, no. Okay.
1: In, as a matter of fact, it did not come later wow. than most Wow, no,
2: not by, like, yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: well, <laughs> Phil, you decided to skip, so no matter. The score is still 1-1. Which came first? The first and only time the Chargers reached the Super Bowl. Okay. Or the last time the 49ers won the Super Bowl. And,
0: uh, yeah, we'll go to you first, Phil. Yeah. So which came first, the Chargers reaching the Super Bowl or the 49ers what? The last time they won the Super Bowl. Oh, you're a dirty man. You are a dirty man. (laughs) Because has, of this question or just in general? Because of this question. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. Both. Both is, is is what I meant to say. Uh okay. I will go with Which one came the first? 49ers winning. Okay.
1: Matt, what do you think? Which one came first? The first and last time the Chargers reached the Super Bowl or reached, the last time. Reached! Can I switch? What
0: I thought, uh, I, I thought you said one. I thought you said one. No, they've never won
1: the Super they've Bowl. They have never won. Yeah, even
0: no, I The 49ers. <laughs> I thought you said the 49ers no, no, last no, no, no. time they won.
1: No, no, no. Let me finish. The first and and only time the the first and last time the Chargers reached the Super Bowl, the last time the 49ers won the Super Bowl.
0: Okay, sorry. I I recused myself. Excuse me. Right.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, wow, so heated. This is very important. <laughs> So so what was your answer, Philip? Mine was the 49ers winning the Super Bowl. Winning, winning the sorry. Super
2: Bowl. Okay. I think, I think, I have no idea. I think it's probably going to, I'm just going to, yeah, go with the 49ers, I think, for this one. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> you both went with the 49ers winning <laughs> the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, I really am a dirty man because... You
0: really are, if if, if Because this was right. the
1: same Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, it was. It
0: was.
1: Uh, yeah. So it was the same Super Bowl, but technically the Chargers reached the Super Bowl before the 49ers won the thing. Yeah, it's so gross. the correct answer was the Chargers uh, reaching the Super Bowl came first. Unfortunately, <laughs> neither of you got it right, which means that the game is still tied going into the final question... So- what you year was me. that? This was ninety five. Well, 95, the ninety four okay. season, ninety five. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Man, that would, that would have given me hell. so much joy if if uh, if Matt had gotten that right and you had gotten that wrong. But anyway, <laughs>
2: sorry to disappoint you. I felt like such an <laughs>
1: evil genius when I came up with that question. I didn't All follow
0: right. the logic, but I knew where it was. So I was like, "Well, it has to be because it was one and the same." So I was like, "How do I how do I discern this?" Anyways. <laughs> All right. Well done. Well done. <laughs> this one comes
1: with a little bit of a history lesson. These are. This is more in-depth, this final question. At the Olympics in Mexico, the issue of civil rights outshone the event itself as John Carlos and Tommy Smith took the victory stand after finishing third and first in the 200-meter sprint and gave the Black Power salute during the U.S. National Anthem. The photograph of the two men with their fists in the air became one of the most influential images of the civil rights movement. Or, after World War II, the Chinese and U.S. relations grew cold because China's economy was turning towards the Soviet Union's. The relations got even more high-strung as the Korean War escalated. However, China and the Soviet Union didn't click with each other after all, so the spark between the U.S. and China reignited, and a well-publicized ping-pong match between the two countries uh, was held at the uh, well held at the World Table Tennis Championship pushed the things in pushed things in the right direction. So, which came first, that Olympics in Mexico, or the televised ping pong match between China and the United States? And we're going to Matt first. I felt like the context was important.
2: Look, the context is important. So I feel. I want to say the ping pong game first.
1: Phil, what are you thinking? Will you go with the other option or will you force a tiebreaker or go with a tiebreaker rather by choosing the same option?
0: (sighs) Decisions. I have so many decisions and thoughts going through my mind because in my mind I'm imagining, okay, well, I think, I believe, which came first, I believe it's Mexico. But do I want to just possibly get the point and throw myself at the mercy of a Hoffman diabolical tiebreaker where I probably <laughs> have to add up all the numbers of the years that were mentioned in this game. So it's going to be some innocuous number of nineteen, 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 nineteen. 19 blobbity blob and so uh, just whatever number comes close to that do i throw myself at the mercy of that or do i just take the chance (laughs) now at and mexico uh that's really where this all comes down to but would he dare disrespect the game of ping pong so in that case i will Uh, matt i will be joining you in ping pong bliss and we will be going to we will be going to a tiebreaker yes into the sun we'll be going to a
1: tiebreaker you were both wrong So the, uh, the, the, the Olympics in Mexico came first. That was in 1968 and the ping pong match was in 1971. So it was very close, but the, the Olympics came first. So the score remains one, one. We go to the tiebreaker also sports related in what year did South and North Korea last compete as one team in any Olympic sport. So, um, phil since you caught up to matt because matt yeah that's right question right first that's right we'll have you go first in what year uh closest wins matt just so just to be to be clear here uh the closest wins in what year did south and north korea last compete as one team in any olympic sport
0: so it would be incredibly asinine and stupid of me to pick an odd number
1: since uh <laughs> well, so. arguably not actually yeah. because you could yeah. be sandwiched
0: right between two That's true, that's true, that's true. Um <clears throat> so maybe that is the smart way to go about it. All right, no. now let's go let's go with Oh baby, let's go with nineteen. Good start, Philip. Let's go with nineteen eighty-nine and make Matt really think about what he has to do. <laughs> okay, Matt. Would you, would you go... well, what, what
1: year do you think it was, you can go obviously higher or lower than that? I, I feel like it was
2: sooner than that, but I can't think of what or when. <laughs> um, you only have to be closer. I only have to be closer, okay, so I guess... Oh be fancy and guess the real date. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was probably 2011, that was a good year. <laughs>
2: 2012? (laughs) Go for London. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go like 2000. Let's just do it. 2000. This us
0: come earlier. Good man, good man. It shocked
1: me when I read it. It was 2018. Oh! I know, wow. I mean, if you had asked me to guess this, I would have said 1960-something, or 50-something. Uh, pre-korean war but no they they the ice hockey teams uh, they competed as one team at at the 2018 winter olympics and Mm -hmm. yeah uh, and it's considered one of the more uh monumental sporting moments in history uh very 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 interesting uh but yeah
2: there we go there you go so matt who You have a victory. (laughs) Which which is quite shocking, but good. There we go. We've done it. Do I get a prize? What's my prize?
0: Yeah, your prize is next time I see you in California, I'll give you a prize is what I'll give you. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, uh, thank you, Matt. Very much appreciate you coming on. Uh, You've been a great sport. Yes, Mm -hmm. thank you. Uh, It's been a great pleasure and fun. Is there anything you would like to uh, plug uh, while you're on your way out? There isn't, no. <laughs> no,
2: thank you for having me. Well, thank you, All Matt. Right. And we'll see you Thanks, around Matt. soon, I'm sure. Perfect. Thanks, guys.
0: With that crushing loss, I go down to a record of 5-6, and six, while David's win propels him up to my level. At also a 5-6 and six record. Way to go. Well, that's a new open, so therefore... That must mean a new mini-segment of ours, where I'm so very excited to introduce this. But David, as if we don't talk about ourselves enough, I came up with a little mini-segment for us to to try out. It's called Pop Quiz, and I want us each to give each other a little quiz, and it's either gonna be over things that we know the other person should know about us, or we should know each other so well by now that it should be rather easy for us to get this question right. So let's start off with me, David. Based off of everything you know about me, which of these names is the actual name of my dog? Is it A, John, B, River, C, Elway, or D, Elton? John, River, Elway, Elton. I know your dog
1: to be named after John Elway, mm. the quarterback of the, the Denver Broncos in the 1990s. And I can only imagine maybe your dog's full name might be John Elway, but I know
0: you refer to the dog as Elway, so I'm going to say Elway. Okay. That's fair. Yes. His name is indeed Elway, my little chihuahua. Love him. Uh, But yes, his name is Elway. Very good. I thought I could even stump you with uh, Elton John there. So very Uh, good. Very good. No, 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 no. Very good sidestepping. Your turn, sir. In
1: which of the following countries have I lived? Oh, God. Romania, Namibia, Zambia,
0: or Hungary? I think it's one of the ibias i'm gonna go with <laughs> i think i'm gonna go with uh nibia you, namibia namibia
1: <laughs> nope i've never ah. lived in namibia i've never hung- been to namibia <laughs> was it was it a uh, hungry
0: nope <laughs> oh god any other guesses there's only two left <laughs> only two romania, more. romania with- and zambia it's gotta be zambia <laughs> nope are you kidding me that's hilarious <laughs> i do i do have strong
1: ties to zambia my family a lot of my family is from there but no it's romania i lived there for a year when i was 11
0: oh that's funny
1: okay wow Ooh, yeah that slaps is here Once again, we have some entertainment to recommend to you, the listener, whether it be a movie uh, or a TV show or a song, whatever we happen to think it slaps from this past week. Phil, why don't you take it first?
0: In the spirit of the main topic, I put my normal playlist on random, and the first song that popped up I actually happened to enjoy. And I honestly don't know what other context this song would ever make it onto that slap, so... With no further ado, "Amazing" is the song name, and it is sung by George Michael. I think you might have heard it, heard of it. <laughs> Hobman, was you that think during your so? time? Yeah, yes. was that was that during your time? Yes. <laughs> Do you want to explain? Do you want to explain that? Yeah, sure. Reference? So, for, uh, no inside <laughs> jokes on this podcast no no everything's out in the open like our dirty laundry that is growing ever certainly ever cleaner. In, in this episode yes. Yes, yes lots of dirty laundry lots uh, especially sheets anyways uh so amazing this song is called amazing and for whatever reason it was the summer of what would that have had to have been 2019 20, and, 2019 yeah yeah the summer of 2019 and me david Sampson, and david hoffman we were all just jamming to this song any and every excuse i had to play this song i did it just overtook us and it'd be funny we'd just be going to the bathroom and all of a sudden you just hear this soft da 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 and you just know that <laughs> da, you had just been da, da, da. you had been amazing and it's it's oh. it's not even it's not it's not astounding it's just amazing that's all it is baby so I assure you, go listen to it. It certainly slaps. It will be stuck with you. It has no right to be as good as it is, but it is certainly amazing. And it slaps.
1: So I'm actually going with a a TV show Ooh. This, this week. Now, this is a show that started out, it's it's one of those shows that's that's a different story every season, different characters, different actors, etc. cetera. For the most part, different actors. Now, the first season, it's called American Crime Story. The first season was about... The People versus O.J. Simpson. So you probably... That's the one that was most popular. And you probably saw it. David Schwimmer played uh, Robert Kardashian. And uh, John Travolta played one of the other lawyers who defended O.J. Cuba Gooding Jr.
0: as O.J. Yeah.
1: So that one was fairly famous. Season two was about the assassination of Gianni Versace and Andrew Cunanan, who was an infamous serial murderer. That season, it was... Good, don't get me wrong, but it was a little disturbing. There was a lot of murder in it. Not that that's a problem. It's just very, it struck a very different tone to the first season. The third season is called Impeachment. Uh, and it is a. It, it is about Bill Clinton and all of Mon- Monica Lewinsky and and Paula Jones and all the controversy around that. And it, it's very good. And, and I'm surprised at how how it's how well it's doing, considering that a lot of people remember that, you know and and obviously these are characters, even people who weren't alive at the time know Bill Clinton. they know who he is, how he talks, his mannerisms. and so Clive Owen of all people, plays Bill Clinton, which I think is very interesting, but he's doing a fine he does a fine job of it. Sarah Paulson plays uh, one of the lead characters and she's fantastic it's it's very well done and i i recommend that people people watch it if you if you if you like that kind of show and season four will be if there is a season four it will be something entirely different of course but season three impeachment american crime
0: story it's very very good it slaps Last couple tidbits before we get out of here and clear up the campsite. We want to make sure that we thank both Tara Amstutz and Josh Hans for their wonderful contributions to the podcast. Thank you so much, guys. And thank you to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music that you hear
1: on the show. We really do appreciate
0: it. And most of all, thank you to you, the listener, for without you, we'd just be talking and just talking. Then that's just horrible. <laughs> Without you guys, what is this all for? So thank you so Without much. Without you this. guys, this would just be a phone call. <laughs> Yeah, that's true, actually. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Continue to listen to all of our upcoming and new episodes. But of course, if you missed any in the past, go back and listen to them. They're all pretty timeless. They're all great. Lots of great games, lots of great guests, all in the old library for you to listen to. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whether you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find all of your favorite podcasts, except for Pandora, because... We just don't roll like that. Screw you, Pandora.
1: Now you ain't ever gonna see ankles grosser than the ankles on a bear.